now. We are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, it absolutely is. Happy Tuesday and welcome everybody to Canada's daytime sports talk show. It is uh, episode number 565. We are emanating from the bunker and here's a new one. On Game Plus TV in Toronto. How about that? How about that? How about that? It is a brand new week. Hope you all enjoyed your Labor Day weekend, wherever you may be, all across the continent, as we are on Game Plus, and also streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Are you okay, Moose? You're I'm, fidgeting over I know, there. You're right? knocking things over. Having a morning. No, we're good. <laughs> are you really? No. Uh, I was on the phone this morning doing an interview in Canada's only border city, Lloyd Minster. And uh, you know those boys up there, mm-hmm. Bucky, when it was over, he's like, who's on your show today, Rod? I'm like, I don't even know, Bucky. How about that? I don't even know. He's like, what do you mean? You, you go to Aaron an hour. Yep, that's how we roll here. And as I look on the board, Rich Sutter will be with us, our uh, NHL insider, and also Sean Simpson, who's a guy that I said to Clark over the weekend, if you don't have anything booked yet for the week, Give, give Simmer a call in Ottawa and see what he's up to because he's been very loquacious and verbose on Twitter about all things NHL, but particularly the Senators. Yep. And I thought, let's get Simmer on the, on the air. And like within five minutes, Clark's like, Simmer's in. I'm like, perfect. Pretty efficient. Yes, both of them. But before we go any further and jump into what we normally do on these uh, first day of the week, uh, well, let's do the RP Show Summer Photo Album presented by Great Western Brewing Company because I want to know what you all did this weekend over the Labor Day weekend because it seems like a long time ago since we were all in here, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like a long time ago. It really was. Which is a good thing. That means that you love your place of work, I guess, that it seems like a long time. So let's yeah. go. Can we get the photos? Uh, that actually came from my good friend, the sports doctor, Dave Patrician, from his seats at the Labor Day Classic 57. That is not a bad shot from an iPhone. He had great seats. I yes, was following his social. He had mm-hmm. great seats. Thank you, sports doctor, for the photo. This is one of the greatest photos I believe I've ever taken. And that's not the full show. That's like cut off. But that's at Kenosi Lake. That's right in front of the moose head for the most part. See the guy with the cowboy hat? Oh, yeah. Fishing on the dock. That's where I spent the weekend. That's one of the greatest spots in the province. Oh, I did a little moseying on down to Carlisle. Proud home of Brendan Morrow and Jim McKenzie, two NHLers. The sign's a little faded, Carlisle. Have you made any headway on getting it changed? Mm, Well, I'm shaming them on social media by saying you need to add Kale and uh, Hayden Fleury of the Seattle Kraken. Did you know that Carlisle's the cornerstone of Saskatchewan? I did not. I did not until I I looked at the entrance signs. And then one of our two interns starting this morning, Olivia, she's from Kenosi Lake. Can you imagine growing up in that beautiful spot? How about that? Man, that is... That's a shot of luck right there. What's this? This was uh, the Humboldt Golf Club. uh, Was there golfing in a tournament. We played 54 holes in two days. You can imagine what that was like. Um, But it was awesome. They were really hospitable. Got to see everybody. And I believe Dave and Jen, the couple I was golfing with 
on Sunday. Said they were going to watch today, so I wanted to say oh, hi nice. to Dave and Jen. Hey, and that, and then we wandered over to Saskatoon, and that's uh, that's breakfast in Saskatoon. That looks amazing, right downtown by the river in Saskatoon. And what else? That's that it. That's it. Okay, that's a pretty good weekend right there. Getting out and about. Share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. And speaking of uh, Game Plus Television, I see Sean McCormick's in the control room. Sean's at the controls today. He says, "Happy Tuesday, RP Squad. Spent the weekend watching the Jays, but made time for the Tie Cats. Worried about the O line, but they're back, baby. Yeah, that's the point. And in our quick six, we're going to talk cover." CFL, NFL, college football, NHL, the Blue Jays, and tennis. But can we hit the quick six show topic? Thank you, Director Jordan. The warm-up's brought to you by E-Cold Electric, of course. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E-Cold Electric. Let's get to work. Let's do a recap of Labor Day weekend in the Canadian Football League, because that's what a lot of you came here for. Friday night was a dreadful game. I watched that at White Bear Lake. Bear Claw Casino and Lodge. <sighs> the Montreal Alouettes destroyed the Ottawa Red Blacks 51-23. Actually, 51-29. In a game that had 80 points scored, how could it be so bad? But it was terrible. But the Alouettes are who we thought they were, and unfortunately, so are Ottawa. Yeah. Let me move on to Sunday's. Labor Day Classic, which was not a classic. For those that don't know, it was the 57th Labor Day Classic between age-old rivals Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, and the Blue Bombers came in and had their way with the Rough Riders to the tune of 23-8. to We could spend two hours on that football game alone because the analytics show most of our viewers are in Manitoba and Saskatchewan, but I'll just say, for now, the Blue Bombers are the number one team in the CFL. They showed it. Saskatchewan can turn around and redeem themselves... Totally redeem themselves, Harry, <laughs> if they go into Winnipeg and win on Saturday. But I don't know whether they will or not. I think that the odds makers will have the Bombers favored by five, six points. But I can't believe how upset people are in the rectangle over their Rough Riders losing and not playing well. And Cody Fajardo, the quarterback, coming out and taking all the blame and said it was the worst game he's ever played. That's a leader right there because it wasn't his fault. I could get into the stats. Riders lost the turnover battle 4-2. The sack battle 3-1. We're outrushed 125-65. It was complete line of scrimmage domination by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So we'll see what happens in the back end of the home and home. Uh, but I think what I love, it tickled me, was the amount of people that haven't forgotten that I donned a Winnipeg Blue Bombers jersey on this show and I wore it out and about. Listen! Spicy! You bet. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers have been really, really, really good to me. And so you can cheer for both teams. I used to, you know, when people, I'm cheering for both teams. I'm like, what? What are you, Satan? In any, in any sport. Right. Now I get what they were saying. And maybe people that are all over me for becoming a Blue Bomber supporter should realize that you open your mind a little bit and realize there is life after green. And, uh, yeah, so I was happy for my boy Willie, Zach, and all those guys. Richie Hall. Good guys over there in Winnipeg. Good guys. Nick Dembski, who played the Riders and now starring There's with Winnipeg. There's a lot Winnipeg. of them. Patty There's a lot of them. But, it, but you start with Zach. And, I mean, he's really, since he left, I mean, he's come back into Saskatchewan and kind of owned this place, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. A little bit. He's owned Mosaic Stadium. So, no, Winnipeg looked really, really good. They, they dominated. Cody was under pressure all afternoon. 
It was not a fun game if you're a Ryder fan. Uh, and that's cause for concern heading into next I week. I felt the heat. <sighs> oh, yeah. Coming off the social media on the weekend and just how upset well, people were. And blindly just throwing the blame at everybody. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> how it goes, right? Yeah. Uh, and then on Monday, the doubleheader, I didn't see a snap of Hamilton beating Toronto 32-19 at the Coffee Cup at Tim Hortons Field, but the Ticats are clearly back, and I don't know what the Argos are. And then I'm a little surprised that Edmonton went into Calgary and won 32-20. I think it was 12 or 14 years it's been since Edmonton won in Calgary on Labor Day weekend, so kudos to them. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, the reindeer there, the elk. And, and so before I move on to my next point, the poll question. Oh, I can't. Can you put up the poll? I was in the middle of tweeting this and uh, my show links, and I can't. Can you, do you have results? Here I can is. pull it up, too. You can pull it up on Twitter. Our, here's the, what are the storylines coming out of Labor Day weekend in the CFL? What's the top storyline? Yeah. The elks are for real. The Ticats are back. Are the riders in trouble? And VA, Vernon Adams is back. Who is leading on Facebook, Moose? What Riders line? in Trouble is leading 38%. Whoa. And a lot of that narrative goes back even a couple of weeks when the offense struggled against Ottawa to put up points. Well, they put up 12 points against the Ottawa defense, and now you struggle to put up points against Winnipeg, who have a very good defense. But Riders in Trouble, I think people are concerned. Ty Cats are back is a close second at 31%. Ty Cats look for real with Dane Evans, a quarterback. Uh, so that's the CFL notes. By the way, yes, yours truly broke the story yesterday that Derek Moncrief, the former L.A. Rams and Vegas Raiders linebacker, has signed with the Edmonton Elks. People were writing me all night saying, Rod, are you not – other media actually writing me saying, are you not upset that TSN's crediting Farhan for that story and Three Down Nation's taking credit for it? I don't care, brother. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know. That's all that needs to know. That's right. On Twitter, Riders in Trouble is leading there to 41%. So moving on, I was a little surprised this morning to open up my inbox and see from USA Today their power rankings in the National Football League. You've heard, Moose, that it opens Thursday night, right? I've heard. <laughs> With America's game, the Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay, my two favorite teams, and I'm not sure I'm even going to watch because I think it's going to be roadkill. There's a very good chance that we're going to be on the road anyways. So, anyways, the power rankings here, feel free to agree or disagree. And, you know what, come in, chime in with your comments would be great. And the Prairie Mobile text line is open, too, 306-840-8777. Number one team in the National Football League heading into kickoff Thursday night is the reigning Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, the Cleveland Browns. Spell check. Number three, the Cleveland Browns. I'm still... It's hard to digest, hey? What? Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. Number six, the Los Angeles Rams. Number seven, the Tennessee Titans. Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Number nine, the San Francisco 49ers. And number 10, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I've got the entire list here. I was uh, a little annoyed that the New England Patriots are ahead of the Dallas Cowboys with a rookie quarterback in the name of Mac Jones. I'm kind of wondering if these guys were smoking the uh, electric lettuce, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> with some of these rankings. Uh, they've got Houston dead last, by the way. I think 
Everybody's got Houston dead last. <laughs> uh, T-Mobile starting. T-Mobile starting, by the way, in week one for the Houston Texans. If it matters, they've got Detroit, the second worst team. The Philadelphia Eagles, the third worst team. How do the Eagles fans feel about that? Yeah. They got rid of Carson Wentz for a reason. Went with Jalen Hurts. That's supposed to be the cure for all that ails them. But they don't have a lot of support around Jalen Hurts. There's not a strong supporting cast there. So they're going to need somebody to step up and make a statement if they're going to be better than the basement in the National Football League. So on Friday, we talked very briefly. And when I say briefly, five minutes maybe on college football. And the numbers went up. The comments increased exponentially. And when I got off the air, people were writing me saying, you guys got to talk about college football? It was so refreshing. It was a nice change. And then here's what I think. Here's my team. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, yeah, man. If you're in, I'm in. And I spent all day Saturday watching college football at White Bear in between walks yeah. and uh, things like that. Obviously, I enjoyed college game day preview. So, Alabama won. I said on Friday, the Crimson Tide are my number one team for two reasons. One, growing up, I always knew they would be on cable television in this area because it's the Alabama Crimson Tide. And their young quarterback, Bryce Young, in his first game Saturday against Miami, threw four touchdown passes. In his first game. Do you know who held the record prior with three? Joe Willie Namath. Wow. Broadway Joe. So, we might have the next one here with the Alabama Crimson Tide. And the other reason is a lot of friends that have come through that program. Tuscaloosa is on my bucket list. I'm not sure whether I'm going to get there or not because I've got a lot of items ahead of it on the bucket list. And then I'm following Texas, Huckham Horns, for their coach, Steve Sarkeesian, who's a good friend. And they won their opener over Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Clemson lost to Georgia. LSU lost to UCLA in some great football games. And then last night, Ole Miss, did you see them having their way with Louisville? That one was on TSN. Well, I know. And Kicked I, their ass. A.J. Brown, Titans' number one receiver, who's a Ole Miss uh, alum, and he's on Twitter saying, we want Bama, right? Mm. We want Bama. We it's want started already. I know. And flexing a little bit. And um, the Irish, Notre Dame, they won an overtime. Primetime game. It was yeah. a great weekend of college football. Actually, uh, Brian Kelly, the coach, yep. said, uh, do you see what he was asked about his team's execution? And he said he was in favor of it. Yeah. Okay. On SportsCenter, the anchors were saying, that's not funny anymore, Coach Kelly. <laughs> I still think it's hilarious. <laughs> what do you think of your team's execution, Coach? I'm in favor of it. That's still funny, isn't it? Eh, nervous smiles from our interns on the couch. It's a new era, Darren. Might, might be time to retire that one, Rod. <laughs> what? He was, he's not serious. I still think it's hilarious. I'm sorry. Um, Ray in the 6 writing in from the 416. Hey, Rod, I was on vacation the last couple of weeks, but I caught a few episodes on YouTube. Good to be back with the squad. Have a good show. Just uh, Ray in the Kitchener, Ontario uh, area pointing that out. Something happened to the phone again. Okay. Hey. Androids. Oh, just this thing's... Can you turn it on and off? That's Always fix it, right? Turn it on and off? Sure. Um, point four, I'm so tired of you, Sperry Kokanemi, to Carolina story. Like, NHL, can you do something? Whoa. Do something newsworthy. See what happened? It's like double screen It here. went all haywire on me. I'll fix it. 
Tim in Montreal is watching. He says, Rod, don't forget, you sports football has started too. We will uh, get to that. Steven Sawchuk, Bomber fan, says, miss seeing you at the Armory pregame this year. Well, it is uh, COVID times. From Ken Kajowski on Facebook says, snowflakes have no sense of humor anymore. I mean, again, Coach Brian Kelly was being eschewed for making the joke about his team being executed. He's not serious. Can you not make a joke anymore? Apparently not. Clearly not. Clearly not. Hey, we're running out of time here, and we got Rich Sutter coming up, but how about those Blue Jays? Like, I don't understand. Said it a million times. I'm bilingual, fluent in this country's two official languages, hockey and football. Baseball is another language to me, even though I grew up watching it. I thought the Blue Jays were out. What the hell? They're three games out of a wild card spot. They, they smacked around the Yankees, 8 nothing at Yankee Stadium yesterday. Are you in or are you out, Blue Jays? And if you're that? this close, I can see why the real ardent, hardcore Blue Jays fans were so upset this year when they, the games they pissed away. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because they could be leading the division if they had just grown up a little bit. So I get why they were so upset. I guess they are that good. Yeah. Then they better make the playoffs then. But this is why I save getting very upset for my teams like the Dallas Cowboys, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Regina Pats. I just don't have that investment with the Blue Jays. But now I can see why people were so mad. Oh, yeah. All summer long. Well, you're invested in this team and you know how good they are. And just it was mistakes, right? Just mental mistakes little mistakes in the bullpen and they could be in a much better spot, but they're still talented enough to be in the mix. How about this one? Jeffrey Townen watching on YouTube says, hi Rod, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Love the show. You're becoming a Canadian icon. Becoming? <laughs> the Stampeders can't actually miss the playoffs, can they? Oh, We're going to... Spicy! Mm. Well, listen. Listen. Bo Levi Mitchell has missed all but two games, and they haven't been able to win. They're one and two without them. You take the number one quarterback off any team in this league, they're done. Yeah. So if the Calgary Stampeders do miss the playoffs, they've got a ready-made built-in excuse that Bo Levi's not playing. He's got a broken leg. And so they could miss the playoffs, and that's the reason why right there. We'll kick more of that around later. Rich Sutter joins us next. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.